Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good to see everyone this morning. Glory to God. You know, I just want to um, touch on something when it comes to uh, when it comes to serving. Uh, you know, we've had so many powerful meetings, um, powerful uh, times where we've been in the, the presence of God. Uh, so many times where we've had guest ministers in, revival events, revival meetings, Holy Ghost meetings. Um, we've seen supernatural power of God. We've seen healings, miracles, um, so many different things that have happened through this, this house here. We've seen it across other ministries, across the globe. But it's so awesome to be able to serve God and be a part of those times and those, uh, if I could say, special um, moments in in our experience of of being in our Christian experience, Amen. But it's so awesome to serve God and to be a part of them because you and I, in those moments, are facilitators of the glory of God, the power of God, and the working of God in those meetings, Amen. And so because of you and because of uh, what we do in those meetings, God's able to do awesome things. Amen. Amen. Now, can God do things without us? Absolutely. But because of us serving, whether it's ushering, greeting, uh, catching, whether it's the sound audio, working in the children's areas, we all have a part, and it's so awesome. And I'm just being refreshed with, you know, all the time that I was um, a part of the meetings that through here, through um, just special events in different places that we've been involved with. And it's so awesome, and it brings such joy to be part of those meetings, knowing that we're helping to make this happen so that God can pour out. Amen. 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 So what we do for God, we shouldn't take lightly. But we should have joy in serving God. Amen. Because you and I have a part in what's happening. Amen. So it's almost as if there's like crowns laid up for those that are sacrificing to give things up to be able to serve. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a few. Okay. Praise the Lord. So look forward to those things and look forward to those times that you can Jump in and, and, and serve and, and help and be a part. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father God, we thank you right now for your word. We ask you that you would help us to have the ears to hear, that our eyes would be able to see in the spiritual realm. We thank you, Holy Ghost, that you are ministering to our hearts, that you are speaking to us this morning, that in step-by-step play as we're going through and as you're orchestrating the, this time, that, Holy Spirit, you would bring back to remembrance things that we've heard, things that you've spoken to us, that it would be, this would refresh and kindle the, the, the coals and even the fire within us concerning this area in Jesus' mighty name. So I ask you, Holy Ghost, that you would have your way. In, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Father, be pleased with what's about to happen. We ask that you would receive glory, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, everybody said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you would, please turn with me 
And let's go to, um, we're going to go right here to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, um, for in the back, we're um, doing everything from New King James Version. If I flip to it, you don't have to change the translation, but for now, you can just stay with the New King James Version. So Galatians chapter 5, praise the Lord, and verse 16, if you're there, say, oh, amen. amen. If you're having problems, say, oh, me. Can somebody help this gentleman up front? Please. <laughs> Glory. Amen. So here we see this letter that's written, and we start here, verse 16. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Jump down with me to verse 22, please. But the fruit of the spirit is, everyone, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Amen? Praise the Lord. If you would, turn with me to Daniel chapter 6. Amen? We're going to talk about something here. And we're, we're going to see where the Holy Ghost is, wants us to get to. But I'm reading that scripture in Galatians. And I want to point out a particular fruit that is mentioned here. And that's faithfulness. Amen. There's a, it sounded like an engineering equation that just came out here. Uh, but there's... The fruit of faithfulness. Amen. King James Version names it as faith. New King James Version gives it another meaning of faithfulness. I want to talk today to you guys about this in particular. And that's excellence in spirit. Amen. I believe this is that God, his intention for all of us is to be able to have the fruit of the spirit in our lives and in, in every area of our lives. Amen. I believe this, and this is personal opinion, but we can have fruit bearing in our life in areas of our life. So in other words, we could have faithfulness. And there can be faithfulness in certain areas of our life. Now, again, we're all growing and we're all getting to the place of being perfected by uh, the Word of God and by our Lord and Savior, by the Holy Ghost on the inside. So we're all per- being perfected. Amen? Amen? So there may be fruit of faithfulness in some areas of our life. 
There may be some areas where there's not faithfulness there. Amen. Again, we're all growing. But if we get the right ingredients into the, into the ground, the proper nutrition into the ground, there's going to be that, that uh, nutrients that is able to bring fruit about. Amen. Like, we know that there's so many descriptions in the Word of God about fruit and things like that and, and, and all those things. That if we have the right ingredients, if we have the right nutrition, and I'm saying prayer, the Word, and worship. Amen. Three key ingredients that we have to have in our life daily to be able to allow the work of God on the inside of us to, to show up. Amen. To, sh- to grow. Amen. So, fruit may not be showing yet in some areas, but it's on its way. Amen. As long as we are allowing the Holy Ghost on the inside to do exactly what he was sent to do, to lead us, counsel us, teach us, guide us. Amen. If we don't allow the Holy Ghost to work on the inside, then we're reading the word of God and we're seeing the truth. We're believing it, but we're not activating it. We're not allowing it to have its work on the inside of us. Amen. Unless we're doing it. We're hearing the Holy Ghost bring up the scriptures, teach us what it means and show us the areas in our lives where those, where there needs to be uh, change or where there needs to be new life in our spirit man. Amen. Now we can talk about other fruit that is mentioned here. And some of us, when we're driving may have the fruit of, you know, peace that may not be there. Amen. Do I got an amen? Okay. I'm the only one here. And that's usually in traffic when I'm trying to get to one place and the other. I'm just kidding here. But so you see what I'm talking about is that Peace may be in our area when it seems like there's storms in our life where the bills are, you know, seem like they're a little bit more, you know, there's ample supply of bills, but it doesn't seem like there's ample supply of money to meet those bills. But some people might be able to still walk in peace, trust God and believe for those things. But peace, when it comes to being in the traffic scene, you know, we're still at work, you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is there's fruit in some areas of our life where it's, it's shown, it's bearing, but it's easily seen. But in some areas, it's like, oh, uh, Lord, I need your help. This is just one area I cannot, I cannot stand driving in Center City on a Friday afternoon, especially in the summertime when I'm trying to get home and there's short traffic and everything like that. But that's not me. I'm just saying. You know, I'm, I'm just saying. But <clears throat> what I'm simply saying is there's... Fruit in areas that obviously are showing, and there's fruit that needs to be uh, to, to be uh, growing. Amen. But Daniel, praise the Lord. Daniel chapter six, verse one. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom one hundred and twenty satraps uh, to be over to be over the whole kingdom, and over these. Three governors, of whom Daniel was one. That the satraps uh, might give account to them, so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel 
distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. So the governors of satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful. Nor was there any error or fault found in him. Darius saw something in Daniel. Now, I want to use this word. Okay, if I could use it, if I, if I could say this. But there was something uh, that stood out, a gift that kind of stood out in Daniel. There was something about him. There was like a gifting that he had. I mean, they were trying to find fault with him, but they couldn't find anything with him. He was faithful in everything he did. Everything that he applied himself to, he was faithful with. Amen. And what, what, was, what did the word say about exactly what? There was something about his spirit. There's excellence in his spirit. There's a spirit of excellence. There's a direct connection with our faithfulness and a spirit of excellence. Amen? Wow. Now, looking back, there's fruit of the spirit that we just read about. Amen? Fruit of the spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. That says to me something. That if there's fruit that comes, that's shown, that's that comes from the spiritual realm, that means we need to feed that spiritual realm. Amen. If you want to get fruit, you got to feed it. Amen. Take care of the tree. Prune the, the stuff that's dying or is dead. And allow the life of God to flow in those areas. But we have to feed the Spirit. Amen? Amen. Again, Daniel had an excellent spirit. There's a spirit of excellence there. And we see that there was a fruit that stood out in his life, which was faithfulness. Now, I just want to say this, is that God has full intention for every believer. Amen. Hear me. That every believer would step into the gift that he's called us or given to us. Amen. God does give a special gift to every single one of us. That's unique. Because of our personalities. He's designed us, fashioned us, created us. Our personalities so different. Similar, but so different. Unique. Because of who we are, the experiences we have through life and so many things that, that, you know, that, we, that we face. You know, it's so amazing to me that even our brain, our thoughts, how we think, our emotions, everything, God knows everything about us and how to use that very thing he's created. Amen? So every one of us has a gift. And God, his intention is that we would be faithful to use that gift. Amen. Um, I want to go back here. <clears throat> Just for one moment. 
Thank you, Lord. I want to read this one more time because there's something that the Holy Ghost was just stirring. Then as Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the realm, over the whole realm. The king gave thought to this. In his pondering, in his thinking, you know what? There's something about Daniel that sets him apart from the rest. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There's something that stood out. There was a gift that was there. We hear this phrase in this term, okay? Charisma. Charismatic. That's who we are as believers. That's who, who God has designed us to be as believers. Charismatics. Not crazy, wild, swinging from, you know, the trees, trying to get all of the attention. But there was something, there's a word, a Greek word, charisma, which we're going to look at. Let's do it now. Let's read this. I'm going to, I pulled this up on my phone because I, I knew that there was something about this. Charisma. A favor with which one receives without any merit of his own. The gift of divine grace. The gift of faith, knowledge, holiness, virtue. The economy of divine grace by which the pardon of sin and eternal salvation is appointed to sinners in consideration of the merits of Christ laid hold by, on, of by faith. Grace or gifts denoting a extraordinary powers distinguishing certain Christians and enabling them to serve the church of Christ the reception of which is due to the power of divine grace operated on their souls by the Holy Spirit charisma charismatics God's given every single one of us gifts those gifts should make us stand out, set apart from the world. Amen? Now, we see in, in, in Christendom, if I could say that, that there's ones that seem to appear to come to the forefront. We see uh, TV evangelists. We see hear about awesome meetings and different ones that are popping up that they're, they're being... Uh, like, if I could say, like, God is honoring their faithfulness with the gift that they're using. Yeah. Amen? I want to bring up one, one thing, one person in particular. I was looking at some videos and watching some videos on YouTube, and that was of Todd White. And it's so awesome to see, you know, Todd White ministering. Amen? How many, how many agree? St. Todd White ministering, just because of how uh, simple he tries to, you know, tries to keep it without making it so difficult or, you know, uh, it's religious. He's so simple because of the love of God in his heart for people. But there's gifts that he's developed 
or worked or put into action to test these things that God was leading them into. The Holy Ghost. Go lay hands on this person. Go lay hands on this person. Go lay hands. And so many times, no results that were, he saw or know, you know, it was, th- th- he didn't know of. Not healed, 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 not healed. Instantaneous. Not healed, not healed, not healed, not healed, not healed. But yet, God on the inside was still trying to develop the gift. Or, or if I could say it this way, there's something implanted on the inside of him. And God wanted to take that thing and allow it to grow. How does that growth happen? By us putting action to that gift on the inside. And then all of a sudden, there was that healing that popped up. And, you know, Todd, you know, always with, the, with that expectancy to see something, but haven't seen it up to a point where there's that instantaneous healing. And then, all of a sudden, he continues, continues, continues. Faithfulness, even through when it seems like it's not working. When it doesn't seem like the gift is, 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 is there or manifesting. But continuing to stay faithful with it, no matter what. Still having joy of the Lord on the inside. Still wanting to see people saved, set free, delivered, whatever it was. Because there was a love and a passion to see God touch people's lives. But there was that leading of the Holy Ghost to develop that gift on the inside. Amen? Again, you and I have a gift from God. We need to ask God to show us what that is and be faithful to just continue, continue, continue to, to try to ask, ask God, but allow that working on the inside of the Holy Ghost on how to develop the gift. Amen? Now, we're talking about fruit of the Spirit. Daniel had an excellent spirit. Amen? Daniel had an excellent spirit. There was a gift that was there, but there was fruit that was showing up in faithfulness. As a result of, of him developing the gift, whatever it is that I need to do, I'll do. Whatever I, I, I can do, and I'm going to do it thoroughly, I'm going to do it efficiently, I'm going to do whatever. The, any, the, anybody that's over me that has asked me to do something, I'm going to do it at the best that I can do. Amen. There's a fruit that was popping up of faithfulness, but there's that spirit of excellence that was wanting to allow the working of God on the inside to give him wisdom and show him how to do it. Amen. But there's something that we need to allow that is that fruit to be shown of faithfulness with developing the gift on the inside. Amen. I'm not saying there's anyone here that doesn't have fruit showing in that area. I'm simply saying we need to allow that to grow more. Amen? But God's given every single one of us a gift. We need to work it. Amen? You know, another thing with that being said is a lot of times we have a stirring on the inside. We might have 
been at an awesome, powerful Holy Ghost meeting, a revival meeting or something. It was like God put something on the inside to lay hands on somebody or lay hands on the blind, see eyes, you know, opened up or the deaf ears, you know, open or whatever it may be. And there's that inspiration on the inside. That could be a leading. That could be a leading into what God wants to begin a work on the inside of you. I say that because Todd said, mentioned something, and it just, it's, it was so good. He said, a lot of times we have, uh, we have events, or we might have, um, uh, what do you call it? Holy Ghost, I should bring that back. Simple word, it just slipped my mind. <clears throat> Big event. Could be like, uh, it'll come. I might do charades up here in a minute, but we might have a, a we might have a moment, a time where we have a function, like a event, an evangelist event to go out and minister to you know the gospel of Christ to some, you know the lost or whatever. But we have a time where there's a, there's something that we're trying to spark, and it's not for a one time thing. It's, it's to help to develop on the inside a desire to continue on with that type of ministry. And it's not just to stir people up to, we should all be evangelizing, or we should all be laying hands on the sick, or we should all be, you know, doing this and going to our, you know, uh, our um, neighborhoods and, you know, pr- knock on the doors, ask to pray. For- it's for a simple reason to, God is instructing to do a particular event to help to establish something in our hearts. And that's for a desire, a want to continue to move in that type of ministry. Amen? Why? Because out of it, God will begin to develop or show something on the inside. So a gift is seen. Oh, that's, Lord, that's what you want me to do. That's the desire that you're putting in my heart. That's that gift. Amen. So what God does in those occasions is he shows us that gift so that we can be faithful to develop, to work, to put action to. Amen. And that word will come back. I know I know the Holy Ghost will give it to me. But that's not the, uh, the important thing. Let's turn here to um, Matthew chapter 25. Amen. Matthew 25, we all know this, these parables that we're about to read. And again, I'm emphasizing on faithfulness because that's important, faithfulness to developing a spirit of excellence. Amen. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14, if you're there. Please say amen. Amen. All right. That's the majority. Everyone can come lay hands on a man up front again if if he needs it. Uh, Verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, another two talents, 
talents and another one talent to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Now I want to stop for a minute and say this. We all may, if I could use this as an example, what if God called us all to lay hands on those that were blind? For me, God might just entrust to me one talent. To you, it may be three or five talents. It's to our own abilities and what we can handle at the time with where probably our faith is at the time and our trusting in God. So it's not based on, well, I'm worth five or three. It's God gives based on our ability. And I believe that's directly connected to how much can God trust us? Are we faithful in seeking his face? Coming in to, you know, just pray before him. To pray and just get his heart. Because... We can be the most charismatic person on the outward, but if we're not faithful on feeding our spirit and doing things on the internal, feeding our spirit, why would God trust us and trust us with certain things? Amen? But let's say, verse 16, then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and bought, brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. Wait, pause, time out. Can you believe, could you imagine how much joy he had in his heart to, to come to the, the, his master and say, Look, I had five. You gave me five. But look, I doubled the five. I mean, there's joy because of he was about the master's business to try to do the best that he could. Excellent spirit. The heart was not to say, look what I did, but to please the, the master. Verse 21, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were What? Faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, uh, he also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over Few th- a few things, I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Hallelujah. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you uh, to, to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid, and I went and hid the, your talent in the ground. Look, there, uh, look, There you have what is yours, the one talent. 
But the Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown, and I gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back on my own with interest. Therefore take the talent from him and give it to him who has uh, ten talents. But the one was lazy. He called him wicked and lazy. Now, maybe this is a little harsh. Maybe this might come off and sound a little harsh. But if we don't put activation to the gift on the inside of us, we wicked, are we lazy? I'm just saying. God's wanting us to be faithful, whether it's one, whether it's three, whether it's five talents. It doesn't matter. If we're doing something with what God's put on the inside of us, well done, good and faithful servant. If we're not doing anything with it, we see here the master calls them wicked and lazy. I don't know if I want to be on that hand of correction of God. But what, with what we do have, let's have joy in our hearts Amen. to serve our master with joy. Hey, results might be messed up sometimes, but as long as we're continuing, we might not see, you know, the, the blind eyes open right away. We might not see the blind eyes. Nothing. No result. 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 But when there is that result. Well done, good and faithful servant, not because the one, because you endured and pushed through every time that it didn't seem like circumstances were changed or when per person's life didn't immediately instantaneously change. But you continue to press through, press on, press on, press on, press on. Because there is a joy just to serve the master, a joy to see people's lives changed, a joy to see somebody's heart changed. And there might not have been a change or a result that we were expecting or looking to see. But we kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing. We don't understand how all the circumstances happen to make that one finally we see the result instantaneous. We don't know all the conditions and the, the faith levels and everything that's going on to, where, bam, all of a sudden we saw the condition immediately change. But... We're pushing, we're pushing, we're pushing, we're pushing, we're pushing, continuing on, continuing on as faithful servants. Well done, good and faithful servant. Doesn't matter what's happening, the, the circumstances, but we're continuing because we know that God has put a gift on the inside of us. Amen. And with that gift, I won't be a wicked and lazy servant. Amen. But with that gift... That God's granted to me, that's given to me, and given to you. We will be faithful with what God's put on the inside of us. Amen? Why? We're called to be charismatics, to have charisma. Something that we didn't ask for, we had no reason to have it, but God's given a merit of us with something by the Holy Ghost and the power of the Holy Ghost that stand, creates something on the inside of us that we stand out from the world. 
And unfortunately, we may stand out from other believers in the, in, in, amen? Because there's some, there's some that may want to be the nominal Christians that come in, they believe God, they trust God, and, you know, they're, hey, they're going to heaven. But what's God's intention for us? Is that we would take what we have been given and that we would do something with it. Amen? We can hear the, the message of salvation. We can believe it, but if we don't do anything with it, if we don't confess our sins, and we don't you know, ask Jesus into our heart to be Lord and Savior, believe that He died and all that, if we don't do anything with it, then we don't receive that gift of salvation. Amen? But when we do, we receive that gift. It was, we didn't do anything to earn it. It was just given to us. Merited to us. When we received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it wasn't just to, you know, just make us all happy and speak in tongues. The speaking in tongues was evidence that there was power that was released on the inside. With that power, there was a gifting and dooming of His power and that charisma, that gift that He puts in on the inside of us. So what's our responsibility is to be in fellowship with our Heavenly Father. To learn His ways, know His heart, and to understand what it is with this gift that's been put on the inside. This thing that stirs up when we get the, you know, get to moving and we have some awesome praise and worship songs that are going and there's a joy and there's excitement on the inside. There's that same excitement and thing. There's something stirring on the inside that God wants to get out of us to release within us that it would begin to release into the, into the natural realm. Amen. Whether it's here in, in the congregation, there's a prophecy or there's a, a tongue interpretation of tongues or there's, you know, a gift of healing or something that's sparking up. But there's a gifting that God's put on the inside of every single one of us. But we need to allow that to be released and that is released by putting action to it. Just trust the Holy Ghost when he speaks to you. Trust him. Go with it. Don't allow when the Holy Ghost prompts you with something to speak something to somebody. Or maybe there's a just you don't know who it's for, but there's just something that you just feel like there's some a, a word of wisdom or word of knowledge that somebody's sick. And you know what? I, I may not have it to pray, lay my hands on you right now, but but I just know that God wants to heal somebody. And I just want to speak it out. And I'm going to pray a prayer in faith that that person's healed. But there's something, there's a prompting, a leading of the Holy Ghost on the inside. If you don't do anything with it, then I hate to say, but it's like that person with that one talent that's not doing anything with it. Come on, church. Amen? Do what God's called you to do. Use that gift that He's placed on the inside of you. Amen? Luke chapter 19, this is verse 17. And he said to him, well done, good servant, because you were faithful in a very little, have authority over ten cities. I'm just bringing an example of faithfulness. That was Luke 19, and that's verse 17. Proverbs chapter 20, you could just write this down. Chapter 20 and verse 6. 
Most men will proclaim each his own goodness. But who can find a faithful man? I can talk all the talk about all the, you know, who I am and what I can do and all this stuff. But am I proving it with my faithfulness? It's not about who I am or what I can do. But the faithfulness to follow after God. And just allow God to just work. To use us. I don't have to proclaim, you know, that I'm this, I'm that, and this is who God called me to be. If I'm not faithful in the things that he's called me to, all my words are just a bunch of hype, and it's just a bunch of uh, nonsense. But if I'm faithful to God, faithful to the things that he's put on the inside of me, then there's promotion that God brings. Amen? There's fruit. A fruit of being faithful with the things that God's put in us. Put in me. Amen? Psalms chapter 101. And this is verse 6. And this is the psalmist David. And listen, I love this because this is God's very heart being shared with David. He says this, My eyes shall be on the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in a perfect way, he shall serve me. My eyes on the faithful. God's eyes are on us when we're faithful. His eyes are on us. He's watching to see if that gift that's on the inside that we're applying, that we're using for him, that that gift is protected. Come on, you want the protection that, of the hand of God on you? Come on, put use to the, the gifts that he's putting on the inside of you. Watch, because he's not going to allow the enemy to try to destroy that gift. Come on. You want the protection, the hand of God? His eyes are on the faithful. Ah, no, go ahead, take that one. That's okay. He's faithful, but I, can, I got another. No. That's, that's my child. That's my son. That's my daughter. Satan, get your hands off them. You know what I'm saying? They're being faithful with what I placed on the inside of them. The Jesse moment. Don't you touch my son. My daughter. That's my boy. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 22. Verse 22. Bond servants. Any bond servants in here? Obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with the eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. You know, what we do is working things in the outward. Amen? It's working things that appear to be in the flesh, but when we're tapping into the supernatural, it begins to pop into the reality that we see. Amen? Bond servants, obey all things, your masters according to the flesh. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. You know, we should be faithful in everything, serving God, 
serving him with the gift that's on the inside of us and serving one another. Amen. Amen. Serving one another. Let's go on. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. Amen? But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. Serve the Lord God with all your heart. Heartily serve him. Vibrancy with all your heart. Let the giftings of God just show in your show in your serving. Amen? Amen. Be faithful in everything that you do. Be faithful in serving him. Being faithful with the gift that's on the inside. Be faithful in everything. That's what set Daniel apart. There was a fruit. Everybody saw he was faithful in everything that he did. There was no error. There was nothing they could find wrong with what Daniel did. There was an excellence of spirit. That excellence of spirit was a development of his faithfulness. And and God gave him, you know, the ability to be able to to have dreams, to be, you know, to be able to tell what the dreams meant. There's so many things that God gave to Daniel, the giftings, but he was faithful with those things. Because he was faithful, he had what? A spirit of excellence. That's a nice term, a nice phrase. Spirit of excellence. Excel in spiritual things. Let the charisma of God on the inside of you excel. Amen? Amen. Excel. That means that we're going to stand out. No doubt we're going to stand out from the world. And there may be some in here that stand out from the others in this congregation or the others in your other believers. But what are we doing with what God's put on the inside? Excel with it. Because that charisma, that gift, should make us stand out. Be faithful to him. Be faithful to that gift. Amen? Amen. I just want to ask this. Um, as we're uh, in worship, praise and worship, there was something that, uh, that popped up, and there was uh, somebody here that is dealing with pain. And I, I don't know what the pain is, but that's, in this, in, in the congregation here, not at home, not, you know, specifically. If there was somebody here that had pain in their body, if you, if you could come up. And I believe that right now that the Holy Ghost is going to minister to you. We're going to release the power of God in your body. Amen. Anyone else? Okay. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry. Because that's God's. God loves you. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. If you would, if everyone would just stand, just, uh, you know, um, Benny Hinn meetings that we've been in, that we've seen on TV. It was just awesome when people began just to worship and worship the Lord because 
there was a great attention that was on him, our healer, our savior, our master. And there was such a great emphasis on worshiping him. Because when we begin to worship him and our eyes are turned off of people and our eyes are fixed on him, he comes, he moves, and we just don't fully grasp it. We have the idea of he just comes, his presence comes in here, and, and he touches people's lives. But we don't understand the, 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 the fullness of it. But we know that when our eyes are turned on him, so those that are standing in your seats, just begin to worship him. Praying in tongues, or if you're just speaking to him, speak to, uh, to him who he is. But just begin to focus on him, amen? Hallelujah. We're going to just begin to uh, just go with the Holy Ghost here. Everybody, 
we worship mighty God there is none like you we worship you O Prince of sister with me tonight. We surround our family with faith, hope, and love, Lord.